Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, world-famous juggler, Greg Larson. How you doing? I'm I'm doing well, and I'm glad that you I, I've kind of picked up on something in your intro, Ozzy, and I'm I'm very grateful to have finally noticed that you say you and our favorite films, like Lost Skeleton of Cadavera, which will be right. seeing mm-hmm. the it's, sequel it's, soon. It's got <laughs> we're getting close. Go mentioning go... Lost Skeleton, and then my chest is having palpitations. Can you knock it off? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're going to do that, you got to go with our most viewed episode, which is the classic private school. Either way, no relevance to bring either of those up because those are pieces of garbage. Also with us, ladies and gentlemen, Flesh Room producer Todd. How you doing, Todd? I'm doing all right, sir. How about yourself? Oh, you're just doing all right. You're not chilling this week. What's going on? Are you okay? Where's Todd? Who are you and what alien planet do you come from? um earth <laughs> okay know. you know what later 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 on we'll find out if you're really todd based on what you say well i can make any appropriate jokes i'm gonna have to edit out later if you want to really know it's me <laughs> so just believe it i'm still skeptical but all right ladies and gentlemen moving on now this week we do have the pleasure of reviewing and discussing men at work which was released on August 24th, 1990. Todd, do you have a trailer available? I do. Thank you, Alien Todd. We had it ready, so you know it's an alien. <laughs> In the two years you have worked here, you have broken just about every city ordinance that pertains to this line of work. Well, you can't say we haven't been a lot of laughs. <laughs> You gotta complain about banging trash cans on Peace Street at 6 a.m. this morning. You always have to think about this. No, sir. Pump it up a little more. Get the party. This is the last year we throw trash. I said that last year. Yeah, but this year I mean it. You meant it last year. Just think of the garbage business as a way station on the road to Nevada. What was that for? You didn't like it. No, I liked it a lot. Shut up. You better get tested. The maximum sentence for murder? I did not murder anyone. Pump it up a little more. Get the Who are those guys? Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez are men at work. That was the trailer for Men at Work, again released on August 24th, 1990, rated PG 13, the runtime of 98 minutes, written and directed by Emilio Estevez, 
starring Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Keith David, and Leslie Hope. Initial thoughts on this, I got to give a shout out. I heard of this for the first time, and I Netflixed it back on a disc mm. for a recommendation of one Bethy Buchanan, now Bethy Ron. Congratulations on the newlywed. But it was her recommendation that led me to this movie. I had a good time with it because it seems like a, uh, <clears throat> just like at the tail end of these 80s buddy comedy movies. But what makes it a little bit more extra fun is the fact that it's written and directed by Estevez, starring him and his brother. So going in with that, it was a fun time. But still felt not necessarily late to the party, but definitely the last of a genre, so to speak. How do you feel about that, Todd? I feel like of its heyday, yes, but the buddy comedy has never really gone anywhere. Of I that mean, style, though, like that 80s feel. See, I don't feel it has such a 90s feel to me. I don't get that really? 80s feel. Yeah, it's like, and it's 1990, so that's what's weird to me. But it like that trailer was like the worst thing I've seen. Like, I laughed <laughs> my ass off during a, the movie. Like, yeah, and the the, the Technotronic pop up the jam doesn't like that, work. I, yeah, I, it didn't, I didn't expect that because that didn't come at any point during the movie, especially since I think that song wasn't released until Technotronic later. actually came out earlier. Like I think it was 88 and, and then it just kind of didn't hit for a few years. And then like there when Techno hit, okay. it blew up kind of like bad boys didn't blow up till a few years later when cops blew it up. I see. Okay. How about initial thoughts on the movie? Um, like, yeah, I've always really enjoyed this. It, I, I laughed quite a bit while watching it. Um, I didn't see it theatrical. I did pick it up when it came out on tape check it out um it's fun i mean it holds up for me okay sorry the tone was like it holds up for me and it sounded like there is a comma there <laughs> so like well, i was waiting for the it's alien <laughs> and then he's learning english better so. um, hold on. wait wait hold on if if that's all would you like to rephrase no, I don't know. <laughs> Just the tone. Is that, was that a period? No, no, I, 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 well, I, I, it sounded like there was a comma at the end. Did you mean for that to have a period? No, it should have had a period. Okay, got it. Understood. Greg, initial thoughts. Yeah, I think this is the first time I've seen the movie from beginning to end uh, because I know I've seen it a million times on TV at some point in this film. So, like, I remember this being on tv quite a bit growing up um but it was fun to revisit and actually see the whole thing especially a little bit older um but yeah it was you know anytime emilio's involved i'm a happy guy as a ducks fan so um yeah it's it's it was a good adventure that's for sure and after that trailer let me tell you i want to see if i can skip a garbage can lid uh <laughs> You know, what's so strange is that I know that my brain works in such an odd way uh, just because of the movie, as soon as one of these characters came up, I'm trying to get it to his name right now, but I, there it is. John gets, as soon as John gets showed up, the first thought in my mind was, Hey, it's the dude from don't tell mom. It's the babysitter's dead. <laughs> such a random thing to reference like i mean david duchovny was in that movie before x-files so 
is like kind of one of these. I mean, sure, it was after. We're not talking about that movie. I apologize. But <laughs> I was going off on a different tangent, different timeline. Like the Flash. But still, uh, John Getz does a fantastic job playing a smarmy, Weasley villain in the movie. Classic kind of. And I guess where that's where I was talking about the. Well, I died hard, I guess, in the early 90s when it was starting to die out, I guess. But anyhow, uh, still still a fun time going into the favorite moments. I mean, what I loved so much is there were the moments that made me laugh the hardest were the ones that came out of nowhere. Uh, the exploding locker hit me probably the hardest. But uh, I have some other notes here that was funny to see kind of in the background. But the second time the exploding locker hit, I wasn't expecting it as it was presented. And it got me pretty good. Scrag, how about you? So uh, my favorite moment actually did involve the song Pump Up the Jam. It was in a dining room scene. It was playing in the background. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yes. Um, which, first off, made me laugh from the song choice already, <laughs> which you wouldn't know because you still haven't seen Cuck on Earth. And if you have, you know why that's hilarious. But anyway, um, there's a scene in the dining room where he goes to reach for fries. And the whole like scene is a good scene, but just the like doesn't even pay attention, but like smacks the guy's hand away. Like from the fries, I don't know why that part alone for me made me laugh so hard because it was like I he wasn't even thinking about it. There was no threat yet. It was just like get away, like a little fly, and like <laughs> it was so well done. But yeah, that, that, that whole scene made me have a good laugh. John, that favorite. I, I got a lot written down. I'm trying to figure, um, but I do want to shout out Charlie Sheen. Best ponytail this side. Well, Ozzy, I know, must have been jealous of that awesome Charlie Sheep ponytail. <laughs> um, I thought back. I was like, that's circa like late 2018 for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I The one thing I did like catch, like I thought was fun. Like, I, I don't think I've ever noticed till this viewing because I'm all, you know, it's very L.A., but. It's Los Ployos, <laughs> so that uh, just the fake city. Los Playas, yeah, Los Playas. That's what we don't get. That you know, we don't really get the fake city and like stuff like this anymore. Um, and then, but it's weird because then you have uh, Poor Man and K Rock like right at the beginning. So right. Um, uh, and they talk about other cities in the area. I think we're going over traffic or weather because I remember hearing Huntington. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, you know the whole scene when they're fighting at when they find the body, and just that whole fight sequence, I like couldn't stop laughing. It, it just got me. There's another speech that gets a callback about another white boy with a gun. Th that callback <laughs> is is what like I yeah it, it got me. Right. But I, yeah. yeah, understood. Uh, so. What's funny is that the movie pushes them as garbage men and sure that's how things happen. However, what's interesting is that once you were about, I think about 30, 25, 30 minutes in, you don't see them in garbage outfits anymore. The rest of the movie, which I 
Well, I mean, and it gives that I like when that happens because it's a sense of things happening throughout the course of a night or a short period of time right. instead of like a course of like weeks or months, mm-hmm. so to speak. But uh, still a fun time. There was just some moments where I was more interested, like I guess the neurons in my brain that were firing were of interest in that that of the more crime aspect of it and the action part of it rather than the comedy. Like there was some, it turned into a part where it was like more like actiony comedy rather than it. Like it started more 60, 40. Well, I mean like barely any action to start out because needed to set things up. But then while the sac- the comedy went down, the action went up and it was just kind of like a, like kind of, Excuse me. Let me think about that. I don't think it hits less comedy than um, um, Nice Guys or something like that. The action-wise, I think it, the balance is pretty on par. Maybe it's because both guys are talented as like more than just comedic actors. Like both can hold their own. Like they're both they, are very talented. So, and, and the they, fact that it was their own, like it was. Estevez's project, they probably right. gave it a little more umph. It is funny to see Charlie Sheen's milkshake that maybe was actually a real milkshake at one point, where he put the ice cream and the coffee and some pills and some alcohol in there. At some point, you need this morning. <laughs> I don't want to assume. But there was... But still, like I just had a feeling that as a comedy, it did slow down at a certain point didn't make me enjoy it any less as an action movie mm. but as a comedy I it did like bring it down a little bit but still I still had a good time with it and I'd have to give it a three and a half I think that's that's like a fair like what I feel is like a fair point of on like how I felt it as a comedy no that's fair like I this was like a weird three act play you know because it definitely felt like some big sections were very different like you said um but uh, it it had its moments. I had fun the whole time. Was it fantastic? No. Like, is this going to be one that I watch again? Probably not. Um, but am I glad we watched it? Yeah. And I had a few great laughs. So I'm going to agree with you on a three and a half there. Todd. Well, that's across the board. I'm a three and a half on this one, too. Um, I do enjoy it and I do watch it occasionally. But like... Not as often as the other half of the Blu-ray, Easy Money, which we just reviewed. <laughs> so, well, that's right. Well, speaking of that Blu-ray, so it was a two-pack with Easy Money that we just reviewed, as well as Men at Work. Are there what kind of features are on there? Well, you get the totally awesome for both movies, theatrical trailers, and then, <laughs> and then you get a theatrical trailer for Easy Money too. And then I believe no, it has scene. I believe it has scene selection. Oh man, is that a animated? What is that a legitimate animated menus? They used to. You remember? DVDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah theatrical trailer, scene selection, animated menus. Didn't even bother bother mentioning theatrical trailers. <laughs> okay, so that's a three and a half across the board. Uh, but still check it out. 
as of this recording. Now, we are recording a little bit early. We are recording on June 25th. So as of this recording, it is available on standby for rent or purchase. Unfortunately, not available to stream at this time, June 25th. By the time this airs, who knows? Things might change. So now let me ask you guys something. Because uh, it's not really... Uh, the trailer pushes a little bit more, but it doesn't really end up being kind of a workplace comedy. Because that's the sense I was getting from the trailers. Like, oh, these garbage guys, we're, we're going to see them on multiple attempts. We did, but you think you'd see it more throughout the movie or whatever. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's what it leads it to believe. And I guess what my point is, is that do you guys have a favorite moment in a workplace that you got in trouble for <laughs> greg yes <laughs> that you're able to share yeah yeah no for sure um it wasn't on the clock but it was at work um so i worked on a cruise ship for quite a few years and uh this is going to be a little bit of a longer story so i apologize but um we as a crew like to hang out you know our, our activity staff there was a bunch of us and there was a new guy um and he you know he had been there a week or two and we we're like okay we gotta break in the new guy kind of haze him as you do and um so we decided we're gonna do uh fog watch and what fog watch is is it's where you trick the new guy into going to the front of the boat and taking a flashlight and you say hey Ever since the Titanic, just in case, they always want somebody, you know, especially on, you know, certain nights uh, to go out to the front of the ship and keep an eye out for icebergs. Um, so you need to take a life jacket, flashlight, go out there, walkie-talkie, keep in touch with us in case anything happens or you see anything, you report it back to us. Uh, so we get this all set up and we get someone to call the cabin that we're all hanging out in. We're like, oh, we got to do fog watch now? Okay, cool. Taylor, we need you to go out there. And uh, so we send him out there. And he's, he's he goes, oh, I don't have a flashlight, but I got my iPhone with flashlight. And we're like, perfect. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> we're in the middle of the Caribbean where there's not an iceberg <laughs> ever. <laughs> so the premise alone is ridiculous. But he goes out there and he starts like, you know, he's dancing, having a good old time. You know, he's got his flashlight out there looking for these icebergs. And at one point, you just see, like we're watching from uh, our cabin because we, we had a great view from there and... Um, you just see security grab him by the life jacket and yank him inside the ship. And we're like, oh, crap. And my boss looks at me and she goes, Greg, I am too drunk to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> so she sends me out and I go down there and I see Taylor. He's like doing this thing going, I was just on Fog Watch security screaming, what the hell is Fog Watch? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the captain told me, he goes, no, the captain told me to grab you because he thought you were jumping off the ship. And so then I explained <laughs> it to security and security, you can tell, like was starting to laugh you know, but like had to keep a straight face because he's like, god, that's dumb but brilliant, you know. 
So next morning, all of us get called into uh, for like a captain's hearing. So we all had to like have this big meeting, got in trouble for it. They were like, how do you think he felt? And I was like, I think he felt like one of the team. (laughs) And sure enough, he had a separate hearing and that's exactly what he said as well. So it was all good. We just had to wake up early and do embarkation and debarkation for a month. But yeah, yeah, that was that was the best uh, moment where we were just having a good old time, gotten some good old fun trouble. Hilarious, Todd. Hmm. That I could tell. I mean, I didn't really. When I did my security job, I used to go drink with the Mexicans in maintenance. I don't know. <laughs> I was guarding an apartment complex. It was very safe. Apparently. As a community director now, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't have anything exciting there. What about you, Ozzy? Well the other things, my other workplace stories I can't really talk about. (laughs) You still get heat. I will say uh, there was one of these times where a uh, a roof was leaking in an office and it had been leaking for like days and I took pictures with it like I took selfies right with the leak and I'm like took a video with it it's coming down and literally 10 minutes after I took the video with it the tile collapsed with all the insulation came down and I'm standing there looking at it. And I'm like, man, anybody else that would be responsible for this would be fired, but it's not going to happen. And it didn't. <laughs> I apologize. That is the only thing I could tell. Anything else does incriminate a lot of people. So, I mean, in terms of the Disney sense, of course. So anyhow, anyhow, that was our review of Men at Work. Feel free to check it out if you have not already. And of course, we will be back again with a new episode next week. So be sure to tune in. And thank you. A special thank you to all the Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash Fleshman Features. You do have the opportunity to vote on some of the films that we do get to review and discuss as we had the opportunity to review and discuss Blank Man. That was as a result of the voting that took place. So, listen, I know, like, you wanted Superman 3, but listen. It's all right. They're going to get a commentary. At this point, I just didn't want Blank Man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Anyhow, so keep an eye on the Patreon.com site for more information on the next poll. Yes, Todd. I was going to say that was one of Ozzy's two picks for the list. <laughs> he suggested that and Meteor Man. <laughs> well, you got one more for next year. Well, next year, I do. now we can do Meteor Man, whatever. It's true. I don't know, I don't know if we're getting another. Well, Blue yeah. Beetle. There we go. Blue there Beetle comes out. There we we'll, go. We'll, we'll circle back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, anything else before we head on for the evening? Well, just like you said, keep an eye out for our poll. <laughs> <sighs> mm. 
survey poll movies to vote mm. on to clarify what greg is meaning producer todd i'm excited for net next week what is next week next week is we will be talking about tomcats okay let's hope that uh nothing happens that would force us to not have tomcats air directly right after this episode in order but uh that's what happens you know that's when you, you got an editor and producer for yeah i guess but i'm just trying to avoid work for you but if you want more work well at this point it doesn't matter <laughs> well anyhow that is world famous juggler greg larson and flesh wound producer todd and i'm ozzy v and we'll see you next week right here on flesh wound farce